What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future passion. Explore paths to careers that will excite and motivate you. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu to find out how to connect to your future. WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download the free local news app today. St. Joseph City Commissioners could soon consider allowing on-street parking in residential areas on weeknights. At a meeting this week, they heard a proposal from resident Nicole Kaur, who said as her family has grown, it's become difficult for them to park their vehicles each night with a narrow driveway. She said on-street parking would be a great benefit. Core proposed a system in which residents could conveniently park their vehicles. My idea is to have cars have to register, similar to what we do at Lions Park and, you know, in the boat launch and things like that, where you would have to come down to City Hall, you have to prove you're a resident, you would have to say, these are the cars that I'm registering to be able to have on-street parking. It would be limited to residential areas. Obviously, we don't want people parking downtown and taking up spots. Core said if there's an issue like a water main break, police could easily identify whose car has to be moved. Her suggestion was to allow the overnight on-street parking from March to November, leaving cars off the streets during the snowy months. Commissioners were open to her suggestions, with Mayor Laura Goose saying she'd had the same struggles with her family. Goose called it a great idea. The commission sent the matter to the downtown parking committee so it can create a subcommittee to study the issue. The First Church of God in St. Joseph is planning an expansion. St. Joseph City Commissioners uh, last night heard the church is making an addition that would require a zoning change. Pastor David Culp told us the church is planning to construct a community space and new entrance. Our community doesn't have a lot of maybe medium-sized spaces, so we hope to have it open through the week where people could come, have a little coffee shop, come and hang out. There's a lot of people that are remote workers, and so this space would be open where they could do remote work for free. Just come and use the space, good Wi-Fi. It's right across from a little park. It would also be used for events. Culp said the church wants to serve the community, and this project will help. To allow for the addition, First Church of God requested two parcels be rezoned from C Commercial Business District to R1A Single Family Residence District. The commissioners Monday held their first reading on the zoning change. A second reading and then final approval will come at a future meeting. Culp said the church hopes to break ground on the addition this spring. The body of a woman missing out of St. Joseph County, Michigan, since May 29th has been found in Cass County. The St. Joseph County Sheriff's Department says 73-year-old Marilee Furlong disappeared from her daughter's home near Three Rivers on Memorial Day. She suffered from Alzheimer's disease. Her body was found Monday night by some search and rescue volunteers in a wooded area off of Miller Road in Cass County. The Sheriff's Department has notified Furlong's family and thanks everyone in the public who helped with her search. The resignation of Dialeride Board Chair Apollonia Williams has been accepted by Benton Harbor City Commissioners. At a meeting last night, they learned Williams submitted a letter of resignation to the mayor and the city clerk, but then rescinded it early Monday. Commissioner Mary Alice Adams said that should have resulted in the cancellation of a meeting to accept. Why are we having this meeting? It should have been disposed of just as quick as it came into play when the young lady decided that she was going to stay. Commissioner Juanita Henry said there have been issues with several people leaving Dialeride. She wanted to hold off on accepting the resignation. What is the problem? What is going on with our dialogue that we're having so many problems? For me to resign from somewhere that I want to be and then come back and say, no, I'd rather be here. There's something going on with our dialogue. 
However, the majority of city commissioners felt the original resignation submitted by Williams should be accepted. They then voted to accept, with Commissioners Henry Adams and Ethel Clark Griffin voting no. Williams said that she's moving to Georgia in October. Her resignation letter was dated August 1st, but commissioners made it immediate. A vacant building in a rural area of Benton Township could soon be turned into storage units. The Benton Township Board of Trustees has granted a special use permit to Joe Truman for the property at 4090 East Napier, right at the intersection with Hillendale Road. Benton Township Building official Chris Fuchs tells us that under the plan, the old Hanson building would be converted into a storage business. He says the development's good for the township as it can be difficult to find uses for unused property like it. The township board worked with Truman to ensure issues like noise, light, and hours of use won't be a problem for nearby residents. Truman plans to fix the building up to improve its appearance. He's also the owner of the firm Plumbing Professional in Benton Harbor. First responders from all over Berrien County are helping to build up the local blood supply with a series of blood drives over the next week. Kathy Ramirez with Versity Blood Center of Michigan tells us the supply always drops in the summer, so Versity reached out to local police, fire, and EMT agencies to ask for help. Different departments will sponsor drives starting this Friday through next Wednesday, and everyone's invited. We want to drive in the community. Anyone can participate. You can vote for your favorite uh, first responder department, fire, EMT, police, while you are there to donate. There will be a box where you can cast your vote for your favorite first responder. Ramirez says you can meet first responders at some of the drives. We have Sheriff Bailey and several of the other ones that will be there participating and in encouraging their departments to also give back. The drives start Friday in St. Joseph at the Fraternal Order of the Police. Additional drives are planned in New Buffalo, Niles, Coloma, and Bridgman through next Wednesday. We'll have all the details on our website. Those who attend are encouraged to register. Krasil Arts Center Director of Advancement Julia Gorley Donahue is moving on. The Krasil has announced Gorley has accepted the position of Director of Major Gifts for the Columbus College of Art and Design in Columbus, Ohio. She'll start in August. Gorley Donahue has served Krasil Arts Center since 2005, first as Director of Education and then as the Executive Director from 2011 to 2012. Her role as Senior Director of Development was created to focus on fund development, sponsor recruitment, and membership development. Krasil Arts Center Director Tammy Fauber says Gorley Donahue is leaving the center with a solid foundation to build upon. She says that she's meeting with community leaders to discuss the next steps. Gorley Donahue says it's been an honor to serve the Krasil, adding the organization has, quote, played an important role in my life and the life of my son, as it does for so many people in our community. And Lake Michigan College has partnered with Arizona State University to provide students with a seamless transfer experience. The two will use the My Path to ASU program to help LMC students transfer to ASU. LMC says My Path to ASU is ASU's transfer admission guarantee. It provides students with tools and resources to transfer from community colleges and universities. They help identify courses that directly apply to ASU's majors and degree programs, saving time and money while ensuring a smoother credit transfer experience. ASU and LMC will now collaborate to promote degree pathways both on campus and online. We'll have a link to more information at our website. WSJM at News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News and now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture into Wajak, where furniture shopping is fun. President Biden today signed a proclamation to establish a national monument honoring Emmett Till and his mother, Mamie Till Mobley. 
Till was a black teenager from Chicago who was abducted, tortured, and killed in 1955 after he was accused of whistling at a white woman in Mississippi. ABC's Karen Travers has more. Speaking about the new National Monument to honor Emmett Till and his mother, Mamie Till Mobley, President Biden spoke about the importance of learning about the dark moments in this nation's history. We should know everything, the good, the bad, the truth of who we are as a nation. That's what great nations do. The president took a veiled swipe at the new education standard in Florida that would teach middle school students, quote, how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. Telling the truth and the full history of our nation is important. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. A federal judge has blocked a rule that allows immigration authorities to deny asylum to migrants who arrive at the U.S.-Mexico border without first applying online or seeking protection in a country they pass through. But the judge today delayed his ruling from taking effect immediately to give President Joe Biden's administration time to appeal. The order from U.S. District Judge John Tigar of the North District of California takes away a key enforcement tool set in place by the Biden administration as COVID-based restrictions on asylum expired in May. The new rule imposes severe limitations on migrants seeking asylum, but includes room for exceptions and does not apply to children traveling alone. The State Department has shared more details about how a former U.S. Marine who was released from Russia in a prisoner swap last year was injured fighting in Ukraine. ABC's M. Wynn is more. Trevor Reed, the former U.S. Marine who was freed by Russia last year in a prisoner swap, has been injured while fighting in Ukraine, according to State Department Deputy Press Secretary Vedant Patel. Patel making it clear that... Mr. Reed was not engaged in any activities on behalf of the U.S. government. And that the government has warned U.S. citizens not to travel to Ukraine. The nature of Reed's injury is not immediately clear, but Patel said, Through the support of an uh, NGO, uh, Mr. Reed has been transported to Germany uh, and he is receiving uh, medical care. M. Wynn, ABC News, Washington. The U.S. Department of Education has opened an investigation into Harvard University's policies on legacy admissions, which give an edge to applicants with family ties to alumni. Top colleges' preferential treatment of children of alumni has been facing new scrutiny since the Supreme Court last month struck down the use of affirmative action as a tool to diversify college campuses. The department notified Lawyers for Civil Rights, a nonprofit based in Boston, on Monday. It was investigating the group's claim that alleges the university, quote, discriminates on the basis of race by using donor and legacy preferences in its undergraduate admissions process. Protesters at a campsite in Jerusalem have been dispersed following the approval uh, by the Israeli parliament of a key part of a judicial overhaul that's exposed deep fissures in society in Israel. More from ABC's Tom Rivers. The vote passed unanimously by Netanyahu's ruling coalition after the opposition stormed out. As for the large and vocal protest community... I feel very sad, feel very big disappointment from our government. I think that it's not listening to the people. We're going to fight until the end, until this country is going to be normal and and, uh, not crazy. The contentious legislation has tested the social ties that bind the country, rattled the cohesion of its powerful military, and has repeatedly drawn concern from Israel's closest ally, the U.S. Tom Rivers, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says unproven allegations of financial wrongdoing against President Joe Biden are rising to the level of an impeachment inquiry. The Republican leader's comments Monday on Fox News were his strongest indication yet he's moving closer to launching a formal House impeachment probe. Once a strong ally of Donald Trump, the Republican speaker has yet to endorse Trump or any other Republican running for president. McCarthy is under enormous pressure from Trump allies with a slim GOP majority to elevate their priorities. 
White House spokesperson Ian Sams said the House GOP's eagerness to go after the president, quote, regardless of the truth, is seemingly bottomless. Search and rescue teams are asking people in Los Angeles County to start filling out paperwork before they go hiking because so many people are needing to be rescued in the heat. ABC's Alex Stone is more from L.A. Even up in the mountains outside of L.A., temperatures have been in the mid-90s and much hotter than that down lower. The L.A. County Sheriff's Department is now asking anyone going hiking to fill out a hiking worksheet with the day's plan and to leave it with a friend or a loved one to help rescuers look for them. Dr. Eric Snyder says altitude and lack of water in the heat become critical quickly when stranded. Remaining in that environment will lead to death. In places like Phoenix, some hiking trails are flat out shut down during extreme heat. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. And the Barbenheimer box office phenomenon continues with more records and major milestones. Here's Jason Nathanson. Did you bring your rollerblades? Barbie continuing to roll the big numbers at the box office, taking in $26 million bucks on Monday, the best Monday of all time in Warner Brothers history. Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight was the previous WB champ, figures not adjusted for inflation. Barbie's expected to pass the $200 million mark at the North American box office Tuesday. And speaking of Christopher Nolan... You are the man who gave them the power to destroy themselves. His hit Oppenheimer will break the $100 million barrier Tuesday. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.